एम लक्ष्मीकांत इंडियन पॉलिटी चैप्टर 78 नेशनल इंटीग्रेशन इंडिया इज अ लैंड ऑफ वाइड स्प्रेड डिवर्सिटीज इन टर्म्स ऑफ रिलीजन लैंग्वेज कास्ट ट्राइब रेस रीजन एंड सो ऑन हेंस द अचीवमेंट ऑफ नेशनल इंटीग्रेशन बिकम्स वेरी एसेंशियल फॉर द ऑल अराउंड डेवलपमेंट एंड प्रॉस्पेरिटी ऑफ द कंट्री मीनिंग ऑफ नेशनल इंटीग्रेशन definitions and statements on national integration national integration implies avoidance of divisive movements that would balkanize the nation and presence of attitudes throughout the society that give preference to national and public interest as distinct from parochial interests myron weiner national integration is a socio-psychological and educational process through which a feeling of unity solidarity and cohesion develops in the hearts of the people and a sense of common citizenship or feeling of loyalty to the nation is fostered among them hagani national integration is not a house which could be built by mortar and bricks it is not an industrial plan to which could be discussed and implemented by experts integration on the contrary is a thought which must go into the heads of the people it is the consciousness which must awaken the people at large drs radhakrishna national integrations means and ought to mean cohesion not fusion unity but not uniformity reconciliation but not merger agglomeration but not assimilation of the discrete segments of the people constituting a political community or state rashiduddin khan to sum up The concept of national integration involves political, economic, social, cultural and psychological dimensions and the interrelations between them. Obstacles to national integration. Among the major obstacles to national integration include 1. regionalism. Regionalism refers to subnationalism and subterritorial loyalty. It implies the love for a particular region or state in preference to the country as a whole. There is also subregionalism that is love for a particular region in preference to the state of which the region forms a part Regionalism is a subsidiary process of political integration in India It is a manifestation of those residual elements which do not find expression in the national polity and national culture and being excluded from the centrality of the new polity express themselves in political discontent and political exclusionism regionalism is a country wide phenomenon which manifests itself in the following six forms one demand of the people of certain states for secession from the indian union like khalistan dravidnad mizoz nagas and so on two demand of the people of certain areas for separate statehood like telangana bodoland uttarakhand vidharbha gorkhaland and so on three demand of people of certain union territories for full fledged statehood like manipur tripura puducherry delhi goa daman and diu and so on four interstate boundary disputes like chandigarh and belgaum and river water disputes like kaveri krishna ravibees and so on 5 formation of organizations with regional motives which advocates a militant approach in pursuing its policies and goals like shiv sena tamil sena hindi sena 
सरदार सेना लाचित सेना एंड सो ऑन सिक्स सन्स ऑफ द सॉयल थ्योरी विच एडवोकेट्स प्रेफरेंस टू लोकल पीपल इन गवर्नमेंट जॉब्स प्राइवेट जॉब्स परमिट्स एंड सो ऑन देयर स्लोगन विल बी असाम फॉर असामीज महाराष्ट्र फॉर महाराष्ट्रियंस एंड सो ऑन टू कम्युनलिज्म कम्युनलिज्म मीन्स लव फॉर वंस रिलीजियस कम्युनिटी इन प्रेफरेंस टू द नेशन एंड अ टेंडेंसी टू प्रमोट द कम्युनल इंटरेस्ट एट द कॉस्ट ऑफ द इंटरेस्ट ऑफ अदर रिलीजियस कम्युनिटीज इट हैज इट्स रूट्स इन द ब्रिटिश रूल वेयर द 1909 1919 and 1935 acts had introduced communal representation for the muslims six and others the communalism got accentuated with the politicization of religion its various manifestations are one formation of political parties based on religion like akali dal muslim league ram rajya parishad hindu mahasabha shiv sena and so on two emergence of pressure groups non political entities based on religion like rss vishwa hindu parishad jamaati islami anglo indian christians association and so on three communal riots between hindus and muslims hindus and sikhs hindus and christians and so on banaras lucknow mathura hyderabad allahabad aligarh amritsar moradabad and some other places are affected by communal violence four dispute over religious structures like temples mosques and others the dispute over ram janmabhoomi in ayodhya where the karsevaks had demolished a disputed structure on 6th december 1992 The reasons for the persistence of communalism include religious orthodoxy of Muslims, role of Pakistan, Hindu chauvinism, government's inertia, role of political parties and other groups, electoral compulsions, communal media, socio-economic factors and so on. 3 casteism. Casteism implies love for one's own caste group in preference to the general national interest. It is mainly an outcome of the politicization of caste. Its various manifestations include: one, formation of political parties on the basis of caste, like Justice Party in Madras (DMK), Kerala Congress, Republican Party, Bahujan Samaj Party, and so on; two, emergence of pressure groups, non-political entities based on caste, like Nadar Association, Harijan Sevak Sangh. Shatriya Mahasabha and so on. Three allotment of party tickets during elections and the formation of council of ministers in the states on caste lines. Four caste conflicts between higher and lower castes or between dominant castes in various states like Bihar, Uttar Pradesh, Madhya Pradesh and so on. Five violent disputes and agitations over the reservation policy. B.K. Nehru observed the communal electorates of the British days in a vestigial form still remain in the shape of reservations for the scheduled castes and scheduled tribes. They serve to emphasize caste origin and make people conscious of the caste in which they were born. This is not conducive to national integration. At the state level. The politics is basically a fight between the major caste groups like Kamma versus Reddy in Andhra Pradesh, Lingayat versus Vokligga in Karnataka, 
नायर वर्सेस एजावा इन केरला बनिया वर्सेस पटेदार इन गुजरात घूमियार वर्सेस राजपूत इन बिहार जाट वर्सेस अहीर इन हरियाणा जाट वर्सेस राजपूत इन उत्तर प्रदेश कलिता वर्सेस अहोम इन असम एंड सो ऑन फोर लिंग्विज्म लिंग्विज्म मीन्स लव फॉर वंस लैंग्वेज एंड हेटरेड टू अदर लैंग्वेज स्पीकिंग पीपल The phenomena of linguism like that of regionalism communalism or casteism is also a consequence of political process it has two dimensions a the reorganization of states on the basis of language and b the determination of the official language of the union the creation of the first linguistic state of andhra out of the then Madras state in 1953 led to the countrywide demand for the reorganization of states on the basis of language consequently the states were reorganized on a large scale in 1956 on the basis of the recommendations made by the states reorganization commission 1953 to 1955 even after this The political map of India underwent a continuous change due to the pressure of popular agitations and the political conditions which resulted in the bifurcation of existing states like Bombay, Punjab, Assam and so on. By the end of 2000, the number of states and union territories had reached 28 and 7 from that of 14 and 6 in 1956 respectively. The enactment of the Official Language Act 1963 making Hindi as the official language of the union led to the rise of anti-Hindi agitation in South India and West Bengal. Then the central government assured that English would continue as an associate official language so long as the non-Hindi speaking states desire it. Moreover, the three language formula English, Hindi and a regional language for school system is still not being implemented in tamil nadu consequently hindi could not emerge as the lingua franca of the composite culture of india as desired by the framers of the constitution the problem of linguism got accentuated with the rise of some regional parties in recent times like the tdp agp shiv sena and so on national integration council The National Integration Council (NIC) was constituted in 1961 following a decision taken at a national conference on unity in diversity convened by the central government at New Delhi. It consisted of the Prime Minister as chairman, Central Home Minister, Chief Ministers of States, seven leaders of political parties, the chairman of the UGC, two educationists, the commissioner for scs and sts and seven other persons nominated by the prime minister the council was directed to examine the problem of national integration in all its aspects and make necessary recommendations to deal with it the council made various recommendations for national integration however these recommendations remained only on paper and no effort was made either by the center or by the states to implement them in 1968 the central government revived the national integration council its size was increased from 39 to 55 members the representatives of industry business and trade unions were also included in it
the council met at Srinagar and adopted a resolution condemning all tendencies that struck at the root of national solidarity. It appealed to the political parties, organizations, and the press to mobilize the constructive forces of society in the cause of national unity and solidarity. It also set up three commits to report on regionalism, communalism, and linguism respectively. However, nothing tangible was achieved. In 1980, the central government again revived the National Integration Council which had become defunct. Its membership was made more broad-based. It had three items on the agenda for discussion with the problem of communal harmony, unrest in the northeastern region and need for a new education system. The council set up a standing committee to keep a constant watch on the activities of communal and other divisive forces posing a threat to the national unity. In 1986, the NIC was reconstituted and its membership was further increased. It recognized terrorism in Punjab as an attack on the unity, integrity and secular ideals of the country. Accordingly, it passed a resolution to fight terrorism in Punjab. The council also set up a 21-member committee to function on a continuing basis. The committee was asked to formulate both short-term as well as long-term proposals for maintaining communal harmony and preserving national integrity. In 1990, the National Front government headed by V.P. Singh reconstituted the National Integration Council. Its strength was increased to 101. It included Prime Minister as Chairman, some Central Ministers, State Chief Ministers, leaders of national and regional parties, representatives of women, trade and industry, academicians, journalists and public figures. It had various items on the agenda for discussion, with Punjab problem, Kashmir problem, violence by secessionists, communal harmony and Ram. Janmabhumi Babri Masjid problem at Ayodhya. But there was no concrete result. In 2005, the United Progressive Alliance, UPA, government reconstituted the National Integration Council under the chairmanship of the Prime Minister, Manmohan Singh. The 103-member NIC was constituted after a gap of 12 years having held its meeting in 1992. Besides some central ministers, state and UT chief ministers and leaders of national and regional parties, the NIC included chairpersons of national commissions, eminent public figures and representatives from business, media, labor and women. The NIC was to function as a forum for effective initiative and interaction on issues of national concern, review issues relating to national integration and make recommendations. The 14th meeting of the NIC was held in 2008 in the backdrop of communal violence in various states like Odisha, Karnataka, Maharashtra, Jammu and Kashmir and Assam and so on. Promotion of education among minorities, scheduled castes and scheduled tribes, elements contributing to national integration, removal of regional imbalances, caste and identity divisions, prevention of extremism, promotion of communal harmony and security among minorities, 
and equitable development were some of the important items on the agenda of the meeting. In April 2010, the United Progressive Alliance, UPA, government again reconstituted the National Integration Council, NIC, under the chairmanship of the Prime Minister, Manmohan Singh. The NIC has 147 members, including union ministers, leaders of the opposition in the Lok Sabha and the Rajya Sabha, the chief ministers of all states and union territories with legislatures. It also includes leaders of national and regional political parties, chairpersons of national commissions, eminent journalists, public figures, and representatives of business and women's organizations. It is chiefly aimed at suggesting means and ways to combat the menace of communalism, casteism, and regionalism. In October 2010, the government also constituted a standing committee of the NIC. It consists of Union Home Minister as chairman, four union ministers, nine chief ministers of various states and five co-opted members from NIC. It would finalize the agenda items for NIC meetings. The 15th meeting of the NIC was held in September 2011. The agenda for the meeting included measures to curb communalism and communal violence, approach to the communal violence bill, measures to promote communal harmony, measures to eliminate discrimination, especially against minorities and scheduled tribes, how the state and the police should handle civil disturbances and how to curb radicalization of youth in the name of religion and caste. The 16th meeting of the NIC was held on 23-09-2013. A resolution was passed in the meeting to condemn violence, take all measures to strengthen harmonious relationship between all communities, to resolve differences and disputes among the people within the framework of law, to condemn atrocities on scheduled castes and scheduled tribes, to condemn sexual abuse and to ensure that all women enjoy the fruits of freedom to pursue their social and economic development with equal opportunities, and to safeguard their right of movement in the public space at any time of the day or night. National Foundation for Communal Harmony The National Foundation for Communal Harmony, NFCH, was set up in 1992. It is an autonomous body under the administrative control of the Union Home Ministry. It promotes communal harmony, fraternity and national integration. The vision and mission of the NFCH are as follows. Vision India free from communal and all other forms of violence where all citizens especially children and youth live together in peace and harmony. Mission Promoting communal harmony, strengthening national integration and fostering unity in diversity through collaborative social action, awareness programs, reaching out to the victims of violence especially children, encouraging interfaith dialogue for India's shared security, peace and prosperity. The activities undertaken by the NFCH are mentioned below. 1. To provide financial assistance to the child victims of societal violence for their care, education and training, aimed at their effective rehabilitation. 
टू टू प्रोमोट कम्यूनल हार्मनी एंड नेशनल इंटीग्रेशन बाय ऑर्गेनाइजिंग वैरायटी ऑफ एक्टिविटीज इधर इंडिपेंडेंटली और इन एसोसिएशन विद एजुकेशनल इंस्टीट्यूशंस एनजीओज एंड अदर ऑर्गेनाइजेशंस थ्री टू कंडक्ट स्टडीज एंड ग्रैंड स्कॉलरशिप्स टू इंस्टीट्यूशंस स्कॉलर्स फॉर कंडक्टिंग स्टडीज फोर टू कॉन्फर अवार्ड्स फॉर आउटस्टैंडिंग कॉन्ट्रीब्यूशन टू कम्यूनल हार्मनी एंड नेशनल इंटीग्रेशन फाइव टू इन्वॉल्व सेंट्रल स्टेट गवर्नमेंट्स यूटी एडमिनिस्ट्रेशंस इंडस्ट्रियल कमर्शियल ऑर्गेनाइजेशंस एनजीओज एंड अदर्स इन प्रोमोटिंग द ऑब्जेक्टिव्स ऑफ द फाउंडेशन सिक्स टू प्रोवाइड इंफॉर्मेशन सर्विसेज पब्लिश मोनोग्राफ्स एंड बुक्स एटसेट्रा ऑन द सब्जेक्ट थैंक यू सो मच फॉर लिसनिंग दिस ऑडियो बुक इफ दिस ऑडियो बुक हेल्प यू इन एनी वे सो प्लीज डू लाइक and share this audiobook and hit the subscribe button